This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, friend Linda Q. Uh, we've also got the good news girl, Kerry. Hey, Kerry, what's morning, cracking? Morning, morning, morning. Happy New Year. It's 2016 and it's our first show. We're kicking it off and I'm flipping excited uh, to be back in studio. We were doing a couple of replays over the Christmas holiday um, period. And now we're back in studio. So we get to bring you the good stuff that's trending, that's now, and that we should, what should we be doing? I'm just speaking about <laughs> um, it's officially our first show of the year and after a turbulent start to 2016 i think we could all use a little more goodness kindness and love for each other we're a diverse bunch of flipping amazing south africans uh, who all love south africa and are proudly south african yes the conversation kicked off this year by penny sparrow but it's up to each and every one of us as to how we finish it we are stronger united than divided i keep saying that um so much going on so much good stuff to get stuck into today we would we're going to be speaking to a couple of inspiring south Africans that uh, we've managed to get into studio to come and sit with us. Catherine Constanidides, we all know her. She's been in the studio a couple of times uh, with Lead SA, with Miss Earth. She's going to be joining us to chat about what her projects are in store for 2016. This girl is dynamic and inspiration, and I'm excited to have her here to inspire you guys. Um, we're also going to speak, be speaking to Vanessa from Bromsden. Bromsden. I don't even know how to say your surname. I'm torturing it. Vanessa von Bromsden. Brumson, she's saying. No, there we go. I got it right. It's a new surname for her as well. Yesterday when we were texting it, she was teaching me how to say it, um, which is great. She is going to join us all the way from Joe Public. And, um, they have gotten on board with the water shortage crisis in South Africa. And, and I'm going to speak to Vanessa about what she's done because. She heard about the water crisis and as a, as a, let's say Joe Public, as a person who, who heard about it, she decided she's going to get stuck in and make a difference. And I think her story is inspirational because you, where you're sitting right now, you'd be able to do exactly the same. It is that simple. We've also got Voyakozi and Cheryl joining us from the Kellogg's Breakfast for Better Days initiative, which I think is a flippin' cool wow. thing as well. To kick the year off, they're going to be coming in here telling us how they're feeding the kids of South Africa That's and amazing. making sure that they are able to mm. study and learn and, you know, just be kids without having to worry about stuff like that. Um, we'll also bring you our regular catch-up that we always do, the trending top five good news stories, as well as what's trending on social media right now, what we should be speaking about. Um, but this is not just a conversation between myself and this microphone. It's also about you, the listeners, you guys. You guys have got inspirational, amazing stories. If you want to share them, you can get hold of us on Twitter. It's really easy. It's cliffcentral.com or Brent Lindicue. You can also send us a message via our official WeChat account or you can give us a call on 0861-555-189. Kerry. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. My favorite Tuesdays. We're back again. We're back again. We're kicking off the New Year. I've got so many good news stories, so much to chat about. Um, How was your Christmas break? Did you have a break? Not really. Not really. I'm probably about a weekend, about four days. I went to Cape Town for four days. If you can recall, last year, Kerry um, was on a mission, and, and a huge mission. She was doing Christmas parties for kids <laughs> around the country, <laughs> underprivileged kids that may have not have had the opportunity to have had Christmases before. She was jumping in and just, you know, doing the good thing, giving them what they need. And we did speak about it on the last show. How did all of that go? All of them were very successful. Um, and obviously, as we spoke about last year, Paige and Curse from Huddle Up also got really involved. Um, we had a total of, gee whiz, how many? It was a thousand. We gave away a thousand gifts wow. in total. And we fed over a thousand children. And you know what? It was, it was such a humbling experience. Each, each event was just, I mean, it was completely different. And, um, not, none of them were the same. The kids were all different. It was just amazing. It was an amazing, ex- amazing experience. And I think to finish off the year, that was just what we needed, really. D- these Christmas parties, cause I, I attended one yeah. and, and I was there towards the end. I didn't do much. It's quite embarrassing, but I was there and I came and I sort of jumped in. Um, for me, it's incredibly emotional yes. to be in that situation where you, you, you're, partaking and you are uh, spending time with kids getting who involved. getting involved who, who may not have anything they yes. don't have anything these kids some of them um on their christmas wish list were asking for pencils and like you know um to, to spend time with kids like that is incredibly emotional how do you compose yourself well you know what i think it's you just go you actually yeah you just go you just go you do it and um i think i think together we just uh 
we uplift each other, really. It's important. So, um, <laughs> I think we were the ones that revitalized each other's energies. We're like, oh my word, we can't believe what we just did. It's like we need a hug. And that's what it is. I mean, it's, that's, that's exactly it. So we do the parties and then afterwards we just like love each other. <laughs> well, I th- and I think what you did, because you put it out on social media and you talk about it, it also inspires other people. Yeah, exactly. It inspires them to do the same, which yeah. is great. Well, well done. Well Thanks. done to you. Uh, we're all about the good stuff and we want to talk about stuff that's trending on social media right now. Uh, we've had a look at some of the, the tags that people are speaking about today and, and sort of what's trending. And yes, we want to, we want to dig in and, and see what the conversations are and perhaps find the good stuff in there. What do we have as, as our top trending topic for this morning? David Bowie. Oh, that's so sad. He's I not, know. he's not part of my, um, He's era. Not, era. He's not part of my era. Yeah. But I know, I know his music and, uh, he's always been around. And for so many people, he is, um, he's just, he was a, 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 a phenomenal artist who people followed and people they loved him. I have and no idea who he is. I was reading the tweets and the, and the posts last night and I'm like, really guys? <laughs> wow. Keepers. No shame, jeez. 112 million people. Yeah, that, that his, um, sure. that his tweets have reached and that people are tweeting. Uh, South yeah. Africa, the majority. I think I was looking at the South African, um, I was looking at the, the trends from South Africa. That's why it would have said majority. But still, I mean, but still yeah, I think a lot of South Africans are speaking about it. One of the things which is unreal, he, he passed away from cancer, mm. but on Friday, he passed away on, on Sunday night, early hours of Monday morning, I guess. And, and on, uh, Friday, Friday during the day, he released his new music video and his new album. How's that? And the new music video, I, I actually posted it this morning, um, incredibly heartbreaking. It's called Lazarus and, and it's him, uh, and he's, he's lying on a hospital bed, um, and he looks absolutely sickly in the music video and he's got a bandage over his head um so he can't see anything it's almost like he's he's going away and and in the music video like he knows it goes to different parts of the music video and he's dancing in the hospital like he's free which is insane um the the gentleman who helped him produce the album has actually said that that this album is uh is his last art, art piece to the world it's his last, that is incredible. it's his last, uh, you know, his, his final notes. Um, it's his goodbye. It's his goodbye, which is, I, I've reposted that and I'll do it again on social media. It's incredibly sad to lose, uh, celebrities and, and sort of people that you look up to, but I, but I think he's left us with something. So, you know, get Maybe the album. He left a legacy. Left a legacy. Yes. Get the album. What do we have next? Fees must fall. Fees must fall. Oh, it's back. Wow, it it's is back. back. Okay, but but the good side of this is that there's still students that are standing for something. There's still kids that are fighting for something, and and it hasn't lost momentum. Um, the years no, kicked off. If anything, it's gained momentum. Yeah, in I a think, different in a different sort of direction. It's I think a lot of people are on board, and and the universities are also coming on board. I've seen two things which are very interesting. One, um, the universities are stepping in to help people pay for their fees, which which has never been before. Uh, they've they've upped their and bursaries. they said they anticipated. Any Anyway, because I was listening to the news and stuff, I think it was yesterday, and um, a whole lot of people were going into uh, the, the first years to go and register and stuff. And they said they did anticipate the obviously the activists and yeah everything that was happening. So, so there it's was all a back. lot of support. Yeah. Two, so two things: one, the universities have stepped up their game and they and they are raising their bursaries. Um, so forget about the government. Put it aside for a second. That's what the universities are doing. And on the second side, there are individuals who have gotten on board and have created crowdfunding platforms that kids can um, put themselves up onto these platforms. Like, hi, my name is uh, Sarah and I'm studying towards being a doctor. I'm in my third year. I need 70,000 Rand for the year. Please support me. And they are getting support. Yeah, exactly. It's taking it to a whole different level yeah it's it's you know it's making people more aware which i think is incredible Uh, i always say one thing about south africans not there's many things but the one thing that stands out is south africans are opportunistic whether that's for the good or the bad they are opportunistic if you put them in a position where their backs are up against the wall we as south africans find a way to just make it happen make it right and if you look at that someone went hey i'm going to create a crowdfunding platform that uh that i can sell myself on and that people can then support me so that I can finish my studies. And it's so and they cool. they can choose. 
You can. You can go on there. Uh, I'm going to tweet the link so that you can see it. But what's really cool is is that these kids are telling their stories. So they're like, I'm a cum laude student and, and mm. I'm, you know, uh, support me because I'm going to go far, which I think is flipping like profiles, rad. Different profiles. Super rad. What do we have next? Golden Globes, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, I put Jennifer Lawrence there specifically because the Golden Globes have been trending. There is amazing stuff um, that people have said and, and Leonardo DiCaprio finally won something and there's all this good stuff that's going on, which is great. The one thing that's come out of it is um, the masses, uh, social media cretins, have said that they are done with Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence has been all over the place. She's like a Hollywood superstar. She's in all these movies. Every second movie that you click on, she's there. I loved her until I saw what she did at the Golden Globes. Um, during her press conference, because after she got her, her award, she was standing at the press conference. And a, a foreign, and I, now her award that she won was for, uh, from the foreign press. So the foreign press had, had given her this award or, or nominated her or whatever. And, and one of the foreign press, he, he sounded French. Um, he held his phone up. And he was talking on his phone. And this is where, as journalists, you write down all your questions. We exactly. all work off digital stuff use, nowadays. We all use our phones and iPads. Yeah. And from what I understand from the articles that have followed, apparently Jennifer Lawrence is incredibly rude. She's really rude to reporters. So he looked down and he went, ah, Jennifer Lawrence, or whatever he did. And she, she said to him, um, perhaps if you get off your phone and look at me, we can have a decent conversation. And it threw him off completely. And then he went, um, his next question that he sort of asked, uh, he meant to say Golden Globes and he said Oscars. And she said, you see, if you get off your phone, you'd realize you're at the Golden Globes. Oh, my word. Which I, I'll tell you, I've been in those those press junkets before. It is quite nerve wracking to speak to a Jesse J or a this or that where I was. It is. You stand up and you have to speak to the celebrity and they've built this whole concept around them. This poor reporter in front of the world, that's what she did. And the world turned around and said, no, not cool. Not Good. cool, Jennifer Good. Lawrence. Good. Uh, what people, and again, I've said this many times, um, the only reason you have power is because people give you power. Yes. As a celebrity, uh, the people that you so rudely speak to have made you. Um, don't, don't put it's them so down. It's so easy. It's so easy to lose it though. The world is and fickle. The world is fickle and they'll turn around and they'll be like, no, I don't think so, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence. I'm not watching your next movie, love. <laughs> So I think be that's, nice. Just be nice. Just okay? be nice. That's a good good thing coming out of there. And I think that's it for for our trending topics. I don't yeah. think there's anything else that I want to speak about. Are you sure? There's a lot. Tre- like I can go into the trends, but I just feel that we want to be really, really positive. Um, the other one that's busy trending right now is Happy Birthday Zane. So I think the Zane guy from One Direction. It's his birthday. Wee. Which. <laughs> Happy birthday. Is he still in One Direction? Uh, didn't he go off on his own? I think he did. I think he did. I think he's doing his own thing now. Not too sure. But it is quarter past, and this is the good stuff. And I want to bring you, Kerry and myself want to bring you, the good news stories that have been trending. I haven't done this in like three weeks, so I'm flipping excited. I was going through all my archives. <laughs> Do you know I write 120 articles a month? That's incredible. I, I was, was actually, I was checking you. I, I was, I was following everything that you were doing and just like all the stuff that you were putting up. And I'm like, what is he doing up at four o'clock in the morning? Well, this you is, would, <laughs> this is the thing. It's like there's a story, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, right? So I, I wake up every day at about four 30. Yeah. I make myself a cup of coffee and then I research or I, I bring in all the research that I've been mm. doing to bring you guys the good news stories. Some days it's a little more difficult to find than others, but generally I bring three or four articles a day. And then every Tuesday I bring you the top five, those five good news mm. stories that were trending so that we can just share that with the world. Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm reading these articles at one o'clock in the morning that are, that are trending, that are out there already. And then by four o'clock at the morning, it's already an, uh, an article. And I'm like, what? That's how we roll. That's how we roll. All right. What do we have at number five? Uh, Bully's called her zebra and a cow, but you'll never believe what she's doing now. Yeah. You know what? Eh? Bullies are <laughs> incredibly disgusting little things. So so I think school kids can be really nasty. Definitely. And, and I'm sure um, everybody has, has received some sort of bullying at some stage in their life. And if you haven't, um, if you haven't, then you're very lucky. Yeah. I think you, you're incredibly blessed. But this little girl, um, she was born in America. Um, I've been following her for a long time. For real? Yeah. On Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Her name's Winnie Harlow. Harlow. Yeah. I think you say Harlow. Ha- Harlow. Har- <laughs> it could be. And, and 
there are actually people in South Africa with the same the same skin condition. She was so in the article. She's got the skin condition that she got when she was four years old. So um, she was born what they would call African American, but black. And then she got this um, this skin condition mm. that started changing the pigments in her skin. The way that she explains it in the video is that um, her skin cells are literally dying. It doesn't yeah. hurt her. There's no. no there's nothing that hurts her. But her pigment Just her, her pigment, appearance her pigmentation yeah. changes. And and she says that it's the same thing that Michael Jackson had. Yes. Is what she says. So there's 10% of the world that, that have this. Um, and she started school and, and she was fine. And, and then at about four or five, the pigmentation started to show on her skin. Yeah. And kids in schools really mocked her. They were like, they called her a zebra and a cow. And if you look at her, it's like, it's so incredible because on some of her photos, cause she's now, a, she's a, she's a, she's a model internationally. Well, yeah, you're giving the story away. Sorry. It's all, it's all just been out the bag now. But she- I was setting it up. <laughs> I can't help it. It excites me. Yeah. So she went through school. Um, yes. her parents eventually took her out of school because they said that she, she didn't deserve the bullying and they homeschooled her. And during that homeschooling process, they taught her to love herself. Yes, and I think no ab- above everything, that's what you need to do is love mm. yourself. And, and at, uh, I think it was 18 or 19, mm. she applied to be on America's next top model with Tyra Banks and she got a position in there. She's beautiful though, and if you have a look at her, um, her pigmentation, some of it is perfectly symmetrical, so it's exactly the same on the one side as it is the other. Yeah. And some of her black and white photos, if you go onto her Instagram and you have a look, her face actually looks like a butterfly. Well, that's how she became famous, right? Yes. On Instagram. Yeah. She got her Instagram followers to tweet Tyra Banks to get yes. her onto the show. Yeah. And she's now the face of two different campaigns. And they are huge. And she's this great model in America. And I, you know what? Most people don't remember what they were doing at four or five, but I, I hope that those kids that bullied her remember her. And I hope that they look back and go, Oh, I was a real dick, actually. Mm-hmm. I could, and have, I could have been friends, I could have been friends with a famous model. Yeah, exactly. And in South Africa, I think Jacques de Blanche also did a, a story on it. Wow. Our idol Jacques de Blanche, cause he's got the same thing. That is amazing. Yeah, he came out, I think in some article also said he's got exactly the same thing. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What do we have at number four? Beyonce might not be playing Bartman, but a South African is making sure Sarki's story will be told. Yeah, you so butchered that surname. It's Bartman. Okay, well, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's so, just... So, Bartman. Bartman. Sarki, yeah, Bartman. <laughs> Sarki Bartman was... Um, I mean, she was... Incredibly famous. Uh, most of South Africans would know the story of how she got taken over to Europe and she was in a freak show that they mm. showed her off because of her attributes um, as being a, a, an African Koi Koi San. And, and there was a story last week, two weeks ago, that came out about um, Beyonce was going to play her in a new movie. Because that's exactly the perfect character. Right? Well, it, it came out later that it's not actress, true. Well, yeah. Oh, right. There was no truth behind it. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure it says, where it came yeah, from. Yeah, it does say that Beyonce denied being part of the She project. had no, she, there wasn't, you know, she's not playing it. There's nothing there. So maybe it was just a, yeah, we'll just put Beyonce's name in there and then people are going to be like, what? I think it's a good thing that they did because, yeah. um, it's now, it's now, it's now real. Exactly. So they, they spoke about it. It was out there. It was that Beyonce was going to play her. The world went no. It was an amazing strategy. Amazing <laughs> And now, and now there's actually a lady from Cape Town who, um, is going to bring that movie to life. She's going to bring that story to life. That's incredible. How exciting. Wow. Yeah. You know, South Africa, I think is, is got so much history and has got so much, um, that we can it look does, back on. It does. And we really are. I mean, we're putting it on the map as well, which is exciting. Mm. That's number four. I'm going to share all these stories so you can read up on them as well. What do we have at number three? They start by rubbing their hands together. Their next move will give you chills and you will never want to hear another version of Africa. So this story uh, that I found has had over like 7,000 shares in in the space of 24 hours. It is a, I think they're American, the, the what do you call them, a choir? Yes. A choir. Um, and they did Africa, uh, Toto's Africa song. This song, it doesn't matter what version, where it is, who's singing it, who's performing it, it always gives me butterflies and my, like, it gives me goosebumps. Goosebumps. It's goosebumps stuff. 
I know, and I just want it like I just want to rock it out because it's just it's so amazing. The song is just so powerful in itself, and I mean what these what what these guys did. Wow. Yeah. No. So so they um mm-hmm. they started it off, and and I, I'm not going to play it on air because I want you to go click the link mm-hmm. and, and go look at it so you can actually hear the whole song. I don't want to play it half heartedly, but they start off by rubbing their hands like that, and then some of them were clicking. Mm. And what they it's were so what they were doing with their hands is mm. they created a thunderstorm before like the drums kicked in and the song kicked in. It is phenomenal. It makes me want to go. Eek. <laughs> it was really really cool, a really cool rendition. And it's like I, one of those ones where I can't breathe. I get so excited. Yeah, just super super flipping cool. So mm. we're gonna repost that so you can go watch it um, after the show. You have to watch it. You have to listen to us first. What do we have at number two? The dog who was terrified of human touch now loves being petted. Okay, so this story, it happened like two or three weeks ago that that first video went um, yes, all viral. over the place, yeah. went viral, yeah. and it was heartbreaking. It was horrible. It, it was horrible. I actually, I showed Paige yesterday, and she was like, I can't watch this anymore, switch it off. It was because bad. Because it was terrible. When you hear the dog howling in and absolute pain. And so you know, pain. he is screaming. Yeah. So they, they found the dog, um, and the dog had been abused its whole life, and the handler who was, who was trying to help the dog was just petting him. But as she was petting him, he but was so screaming. Softly. Screaming. Like, softly. It was she was petting softly. He was screaming loudly. Yes. It was crazy. And, um, and then a week and a half later, she uploaded another video because that one had made, made people so upset. Yes. And the second just video progress. is this, this little puppy ah. who just wants to be loved now. Like he's, you can see him in the video. His tail's wagging and his yeah, because face is that's there. Be- that's because his skin is on and his body's not on fire from being abused. Abused. And she, she rubs him and he's, he's so happy. And then she takes her hand away and then he comes closer. He's like, no, give me more. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> so it's very cute. It's, it's nice to see. That um, that there's some good that's come out of a really really sad story. Jeez, it was sad. Wow. Really sad. What do we have at number one? Seventh richest South African gives his entire business to charity. What? I know, right? Self-made South African billionaire Alan Gray and his family have given away to charity their entire controlling stake of the Alan Gray Investment Company and its offshore partner Orbis Business Day Live reported. When I read this the other day, I was like. That is incredible. I think when you And he is only amongst I think it's five in the world that have done exactly the same. Yeah. It's it puts him in the same space as yes. uh the Bill Gates and, and sort of the other guys that are doing Steve Warren Jobs, Warren Buffett, was, Steve yeah. Jobs, the guys that that have been giving away their their fortune. They called the one percent. Mm. They call them the one percent because it's said that the one percent of um the richest people control the money in the world uh, that 1% has got more wealth than the 99% and Patrice Mosepe as well yeah in South Africa yeah so they're they the same. they're literally giving they, they're going I've, I've done I'm done and investors. it's billions it's billions just I mean it's just for philanthropy that's it and it, that is it yeah that is going to make that is huge such such a, a huge difference in you know other people's lives in in making a difference and creating change and it's actually a flipping cool story i know we were talking about it yesterday and we were like wow do you know what we can do with this man's money so so <laughs> i'm i'm not i'm not an alan gray or a warren buffett but my goal in life is to create an incredible business that is just absolutely successful and that makes great and money. And I want to do the same. That that's like my hero. That is what I want to do. I want to do the same. <laughs> we were also talking about that yesterday. We're like, please. If every if everybody could, how amazing would that be? Exactly. Share the wealth, pay it forward. And it's so easy, especially if you're making that amount of money. Are you joking, really? Yeah, because in the same breath, he's given away his business, but I'm yes. sure he's got so many assets and, and there's so much liquid. It'll keep him and his there's family too, going Exactly. This It's too much money for him. I mean, he he's going to have billions by the time he dies, so he yeah. can't spend it quick enough, so he may as well just give it away. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to work towards so that I can give my business away one day. That's my plan. Um, that's the top five good news stories for this week. We love sharing the good stuff with you. Uh, you're tuned into Cliff Central. I had a dream the other night About how we only get one life Woke me up right after two Stayed awake instead of you So I wouldn't lose my mind I need 
I am so excited to have Catherine in studio. Um, I don't even want the song to finish. I'm just, just get in here. Just get in here. Uh, Kath, it's incredible to have you here. Um, many of you will know Catherine. She's, she's such an inspiration, a change maker, a thought leader, uh, part of Lead SA, Miss Earth. She does phenomenal things. She's been on a couple of the shows at, at Cliff Central, um, and spoken about a couple of her stories. Um, but for those of you that might not know Catherine, Kath, welcome to the studio, first of all. Thank you so much. It's great to have you here. <laughs> it's awesome to be here. Thank you. Uh, you really do inspire other people to do incredible things. I've followed you on social media way before I met you. Uh, and I think the day that I met you, I realized that you're just as authentic in real life. Mm. So all that inspiration and this this constant feeding to keep other people inspired is part of who you are. And that's absolutely incredible. Where does it come from? Thank you so much. That's really quite, quite a, a build to live up to. Um, you know, I, I'm so passionate about what I do as you are. And I think that if you really love what you do and you're, you're privileged enough to, to sort of walk a journey where you're able to see what, what you love doing come to life every single day, I think that people perhaps draw from that. And growing up, I, I grew up, um, in an environment where, you know, service to others was part of who we were as a family. Mm. So it really comes from from that foundation of growing up in a home that was very, very open-minded, very liberal in the way that our parents brought us up as siblings and and the kinds of things we were exposed to um, from a very, very early age. Um, and then I mentioned it quickly earlier on. You're, you're with Lead SA. You do a whole bunch of stuff with Lead SA. They do incredible things. I absolutely am in love with the organization. But on top of that, you also have Miss Earth, which you brought to life in South Africa. What are the plans for your different projects this year? So Lead SA is an amazing platform. It's an opportunity to inspire active citizenship throughout South Africa and to really share pockets of hope that exist across our country and to really tell stories of, of the unsung heroes in our society. So it's really a wonderful platform to to do those things. And um, our Lead SA pro- program will continue to run this year so people can go and nominate those unsung heroes mm-hmm. of our communities through leadsa.co.za. And then with the Miss Earth South Africa, that will continue to grow. We now see environmental and climate issues coming to the fore because we're being affected by drought, by a lack of food security in our country and across our continent. So I think that the work we do through the Miss Earth South Africa has really got a very solid foundation from which it comes. And 12 years later, we see that we have been able to touch lives and communities um, through the young women who applied to be a part of the program. So where we're at at the moment is that young women across South Africa can apply to be a part of the 2016 program. And you can just log on to MissEarthSA.co.za and the details are there. And we're currently working on a project that's very close to my heart and that's our stationary drive. You mentioned stationary Mm. a little bit earlier in the show and we've worked in schools since as far back as I can remember. And the one thing we realized was that there are children that go to school without a set of stationary and there are children that sit in a classroom and share. They they have absolutely nothing. And we worked in a classroom where Ella Bella, who, who does our actual educational material and, um, she's our, our guru in the classroom, mm-hmm. wherever we are in the country. She was in a classroom where there were 45 little children sharing about 22 chairs and there were no desks and they were sharing one pencil. They passed the pencil around the classroom from the front right to the back until everyone had written down what was on the board. That is heartbreaking. It was terrible. And the pencil was probably about this small. It was this tiny little pencil. And we realized that pencil were, pen, pencils and stationery were critical. For me, it's my belief that if you give children colored pencils, they can draw a thousand dreams. Mm. And if we don't inspire children from a young age to draw and to color and to, to, to put down what their dreams are, we're we're not allowing them to to understand the potential that they have inside of themselves mm. through that expression of art. As a young child, um, you don't say, oh, I can't draw. 
Everyone draws. Everyone draws their little stick men and their and sunshine and rainbows. Draw. Everyone can, draw. can draw. And it's tapping into that, uh, that, that place Creative. in a child's life. Yeah. So we're now doing our stationary drive. It's now in its wow. eighth year. And when we started, we got people about 60 stationary packs. Last year, we were able to distribute to 15,000 children. The stationery goes to them in their hands <gasps> because we go to the children in their classrooms and physically give it. We don't just mass deliver somewhere um, because we know what goes on as well. And we don't want to allow that kind of situation to happen. So anyone listening that wants to support our stationary drive it's something that we do we collect stationary at the beginning of the year we distribute throughout the year because a pencil does run out and ink does run out but you know in order for us to teach environmental messaging to to teach and uh, get children to understand why it's important to to preserve water to look after water responsibly we need to take care of the basic needs and in a school that is stationary i think it's absolutely phenomenal and that's just i mean that's the the basis it's it's touching on the tip of the iceberg of what you do because through the year you do continuous different projects Mm. where you're using the miss earth sa platform to create positive change i've had the girls um when it was the lead up to to choosing the miss earth last year i had them in studio here and i was listening to each and every single one of them passionate south african girls who are here to make a change so involved and i've been following it as well for very many years Thank you. And I I see the girls getting involved. Mm -hmm. They're different ages. They've got, they've obviously got different passions and it's really incredible to see because obviously you get your, your different pageants, but these girls really get involved. Yeah. I think it's great work. You really do do amazing things. Picking up rubbish and wow. No, we, we, we really put them to the test. It's really about a year of giving service Mm. um, to your community and it's, we're looking for young women who really want, are open-minded to grow, to learn, and to take that knowledge and to share that knowledge with those around them. Mm. So the impact that they can have by learning that through, through this process, they themselves are able to make an impact without resources, without a corporate company behind them. They as an individual have everything they need inside of them, but we have to, you know, we put them to the test and, and try to allow them to find the qualities that they have and within them. Well. They flourish, absolutely. They enter as, as young girls and they leave as young women who are powerful wow, and are, have, have the, have an opportunity to make an incredible difference mm. in our country. And they continue to go out and do unbelievable things. I was going to say they, they actually become part of an alumni. So yeah, even yeah. if you don't become the Miss Earth South Africa mm. for that year, you become part of the Miss Earth SA alumni. And these ladies just continually and they support create each change. other. Yeah, they yeah. support each other. These girls are like this little fraternity. And I'm thinking, wow. Well, <laughs> okay, even if they don't, even yeah. if they don't win whatever category it is, they still go on to support the other girls. Oh, and uh, it's just, yeah. it's incredible to watch and see and how they, they become a family. It's, pr- it's mm. programs like this mm. that are really great for the youth of South Africa. Um, I mentioned it and I touched on it and I don't even want to get into it. But this South African um, space at the moment is quite volatile. Yes. And, and there's a lot of people that are, that are very angry. Uh, but we forget that there's a bigger portion of South mm-hmm. Africans who just want to inspire, create change, do good, and and make South Africa the beautiful place we know that it is. Yeah. And I think what you do and the programs that you have and, and all the different projects that you're involved in do exactly that. It's a it's a constant fight to just have a better South Africa. And I'm thankful for all you do. Mm. No, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. You know, we're passionate about what we do. And um, it's just sort of a cherry on top that people are able to to take something away from the great work that's done by the program. Definitely. Okay, I'm going to have to have you on again, like next week. I'm just going to bring you every week. <laughs> sure, no problem. Because time just goes so quickly. <laughs> if people want to get involved with either the Miss Earth Project, or that Miss Earth SA Project, or if they want to follow you, and I think it's important. You need to follow Catherine. This woman <laughs> is on, on social media. If you want to be inspired, um, she inspires me. So if, wow. if you want to be inspired, I have retweeted a link that she tweeted this morning. I will tweet your links out. But how do people get in touch and follow you? Um, change Agent SA because Constantinides is too long. So on, on Twitter, it's Change Agent SA and on Instagram and on Facebook, the Miss Earth South Africa page is there and I have a page that uh, you can go and I, I, I try to be as active as possible there as well. You are incredible. Thank you for being on the Thank show. Thank you so Thank much. You this is the good much. stuff on Cliff Central. <laughs> it's date night and your wife wants you to bring Ray to bed with you. Hmm? You suggested Tyrion or maybe even Sheldon if she fancied something a little different. But no, Ray Donovan it is. So you get your tablet and you meet her in the bedroom. 
Because with Showmax for 99 Rand a month, you get to watch full seasons of the biggest series. On the couch, in the kitchen, in bed. Online anytime. So get to Showmax.com and get your seven-day free trial. At iStore, we love Apple stuff. But we're only human. Sometimes we drop our iPhones on the road, face down. And it makes us sad. That's why we came up with iCare Plus, a nifty little product exclusive to iStore for when stupid things happen to good people with awesome phones. It'll have your beloved iPhone covered for water, screen, and physical damage. So come to iStore. Why would you go anywhere else? Visit myistore.co.za for more info. T's and C's apply. This is CliffCentral.com. I love being in studio. I love speaking about the good stuff. Um, this is why we do this, because we just dig bringing you good news stories and inspirational people like Catherine. I've also got someone else who is pretty inspirational. Um, Stop it. A big fan of, Cl- <laughs> a big fan of Cliff Central. She listens to yes. Cliff Central every day. Every day. And, and hopefully she's going to get to meet Gareth in the building. We'll let us say hi to him. Um, Vanessa actually <laughs> works with me and, um, and I've brought her into the studio because I, I do have a day job as well. Um, I, I don't just play on radio every Tuesday. I do have a day job. And, um, and I, so, this whole water crisis happened, which we all know about in South Africa. Huge, huge, huge problem. Um, I, I was on Gareth's show speaking about it a while ago. And, and actually, I think that a lot of South Africans don't know how bad it is or what mm-hmm. is going on in South Africa. Two hours outside of Johannesburg is a, is a farm that, and, and it's the reason, a farming community. It's the reason why the water crisis came to light. It's called Senegal. And in Senegal, there are, are farmers that are dying. There are, yeah. there are, animals that are dying there are um there's people that just don't have water there is just no water and and it's been all over our news and it's been all over the place and vanessa um you work for joe public so let's yes. start there yes. what do you what do you do i'm an art director at joe public when you're not saving the world what yes. do you do oh, stop it go now <laughs> <laughs> so i'm involved with um a bunch of advertising projects at, at joe public i'm i'm an art director i make beautiful ads i love what i do it's my passion um yeah and we've we have fun every day <laughs> Okay. Um, that's, so I know what you do because yes, I work with yes, you. And I yes, yes. I was just about to say. <laughs> we, we make cool shit. It's a Joel. Yeah, it's a Joel. <laughs> but, uh, but the reason that I have you here today yeah. is because this water crisis happened in South Africa and you'd heard okay. about it. You'd read about it. You saw what was going on. Mm-hmm. And on Thursday or Friday last week, you yeah. sent out an email to the, the entire agency. <laughs> so she doesn't just do things from her desk. <laughs> she, she sends out an email, um, to the entire agency, what did the email say? What yes. was the what was the plan? So so let me start here. So I grew up in the northwest in a little town called Delareville, which is one of these drought stricken towns. And I know this because my my poor parents have set up a big tank and aren't a they, borehole. Aren't they only allowed twenty liters a day? Oh my gosh. It's it's yeah. Twenty I liters. I wouldn't That's be nothing. surprised, yeah. Um and basically all I know is my folks are helping the whole street. <gasps> um everybody is coming to their house. So this situation was very dear to my my heart. Um, and Brent, I actually didn't know what to do and how to help. I wanted to. And then I heard you on Gara's show. Remember that morning we spoke. Um, and I last year didn't have such a great year. And I thought, you know what, this year I want to start something called Feel Good Fridays. And I was mm. completely inspired by Brent and what he's doing. And I said, why can't I do this? Like, exactly. why can't I put a smile on people's faces at the office? You know, so I, as I heard the story on on Gareth's show and I thought let me run this as my first little article um, of of the month um, so I put it out there and I said guys let's get together let's collect some water um, and let's wow. see what happens um, and as you know Brent um, Jackie put out the idea and said Van let's go next door we've got Yum we've got Continental Outdoor Chartwell we've got amazing companies Mm. so I went literally and knocked on their doors was like hey can I please chat to someone Can, that was amazing. Can, can I can I can I please chat to the philanthropists in the building? I, need, I, I want need... some water, please. <laughs> please don't shoot me down. I just need it, water. It was that ridiculous. So, um, and they were just amazing. They were all like, "Oh my gosh, we we had no idea. We didn't know we could help this way." So, Yam have been incredible. Um, I'm speaking to them closely. Um, they want to bring something in into their stores. Even imagine how cool that would be That's if we amazing. could collect at every KFC wow. or perhaps interchange ad hoc. 
cope with donate a bottle of water every time. You know, these are just the ideas I'm having kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's, it's blown up completely. So we have, I mean, there's just water, uh, getting delivered left, right and center. Yeah. Um, the, the office is filling up with water. Yes. And, and it's, it's, happening. it's going to be delivered to all the towns that need it most, which is the most mm-hmm. incredible thing. Mm-hmm. But on top of that. Yes. You've roped your husband in as yes, well. Yes, I have. <laughs> Okay, the I've, first thing. I've got it, I've got him on the line. I'm, okay, I'm actually gonna, his name's Nick. Yes. And, and he owns a company called Bundu Power. Bundu Power. Nick, how's it going? Good thanks to you, Brent. It's, it's great to have you on the show. Um, so your wife is, is, is doing all of this and, and this is going on at the office and, and everybody's getting involved and it's ridiculously exciting. Uh, what did she say to you to get you involved? Um, Brent, she started telling me about the idea and, uh, I really liked it. So I thought uh, maybe we could set up something in the East Rand to collect water as well. Then I gave it a little bit more thought and thought, wouldn't it be better to solve the actual issue that we're having, which is the water at the source? So, you know, we we, we thought maybe an opportunity for us to come on board and uh, donate some solar borehole pumps and the panels to run them. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we we would like to donate two solar borehole pumps. we hope that this will alleviate some of the pain for the people in the hardest affected areas uh, where they don't have people like Vanessa's folks who are helping out the whole street. That, um, what you've done, I mean, I mean, you've, you've made amazing. it, you've made it sound quite, uh, quite chilled and uh, it's but no, massive. It is huge. It's, that's absolutely incredible. You are, I mean, you're donating borehole pumps. I think you're doing two yep. that's going to this cause. Exactly. And, and I'm, if there are corporates or if there are listeners that are, that are yes. listening right now, uh, this man's doing it out of his own pocket, mm-hmm. uh, that he's giving back to the community to help them. Um, Vanessa and I are going to work towards getting that to the communities that, that need the most. But, but I want to know, Nick, if people want to get in touch with you and perhaps they feel, you know what? I have cash. I'm able to do this. I want to donate the same sort of thing or get involved. How do they get involved in, with your company? Uh, Brent, our web address is www.bundupower.ca.ca. They can get uh, in contact, us, contact with us through the website. Um, basically, in order for us to, to make this effective, we need to make sure that uh, we get more borehole pumps out there. So from our side, we're willing to do it at, at a very low price, um, you know, a cost-plus basis to make sure that uh, we get them out there at the cheapest price possible. Um, from our perspective, it's, it's a humanitarian thing to, to help our fellow countrymen as opposed to trying to make uh, big profits um, off, off the issues that we're having right now. Man, wow. you and your wife are a power couple. Um, big <laughs> See why I married him. <laughs> <laughs> great, great things are coming. It's great speaking to you, Nick. Um, I'm going to tweet out all those links. I'm going to also tweet in a couple of my philanthropist friends so that we can get more out there and, and hopefully just alleviate this, this drought and this water crisis in South Africa. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank, Thank you very you, much. Thank you. Much. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Vanessa, yes, uh, we literally don't have time. No, no, um, no. I need to know, how Thank do people get me. in touch with you? How do they follow you? How do they, Great. If, if they want to come and drop off, where the hell mm. are you? Okay, let's do it. I'm at Vanessa DC, um, double S DC, and they can pop over to Joe Public United. That's number two, Bruton Road, Bryanston. They can just drop off their water at reception. I'll take care of the rest. That Anyone is- in four ways, Bryanston. Anybody that's in the area. Yes. I don't think so. As water, water shortage South Africa, there mm. are no drop off points in that area. Yes. So you will be the first. And, yes. and that's absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to awesome. retweet all of this. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to assist in, in saving South Africa. Thank you, we're Brent. all, we're all Thank part you. of it. Thank, Thank you for being here. Thanks the for show. having me. Thank Thanks, Paul. We'll chat later. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. This is cliffcentral.com. Young was stupid. Who the f knows what? I don't want to waste any time. I want to get right into this. Okay. I'm flipping excited. We have had an amazing morning here in studio. I'm inspired by these amazing South Africans creating good change. We have Cheryl and Vuvu. We're mm-hmm. going to call you Vuvu. Go ahead. Because that's what uh, <laughs> your nickname is. Um, from the Kellogg's Breakfast for Better Days initiative. And, and why I'm excited about this is I've worked with many schools over the last couple of years where I've seen the problem that our schools have, where kids are not getting fed, they're not able to study. Mm. It is important. Can you tell us a little bit more about this incredible initiative and the work that you're doing? All right. So the Kellogg's Breakfast Better Days initiative started in 2014. And really it comes from the fact that almost one in 
One in five. One in five yeah. children in South Africa um, go to school without having had breakfast in the morning. And that is an alarming statistic. Some of the children have last had a meal the night before. Um, they go to school. Most of the learning happens in the morning. They can't concentrate. They are bullies at school. Um, they don't perform well. They don't teach. They teach as well. Um, and it was a problem. And we found that we want to do something to help to alleviate um, this problem. Yeah. I think that that statistic, you just said it right there, one in five. One in five. Mm. Most South Africans don't know that. That mm. is Alarming. so scary. Yeah. It's so scary. Yeah, and I mean, Kellogg's, we're all about breakfast. And, mm. you know, when we got that statistic from the SA and Haynes study, it, it just became so important to become involved. And we've been lucky to partner with Food Bank, who've been able to um, deliver the food and deliver the milk to the schools and the Department of Basic Education to put us in touch with the right schools and get us into the right places to, to serve breakfast. One of the things, and I think if we can just explain to the listeners, why is breakfast so important? Yeah, so I'm a registered dietitian, so I'm probably the one to answer that. Um, I, and the thing is, being Kellogg's, it's probably not alarming that I'm going to tell you breakfast is important. But, you know, there recently was a review. It was 45 studies that showed the importance of breakfast. Mm. And it's really about cognitive development for a child. Um, studies have also shown us that you're more likely to have a more nutritionally complete diet. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Like breakfast is your chance to get in a serving of cereal, mm. for example. And it also gets that serving of milk in. And most of us don't make that up in the rest of the day if we skip that breakfast meal. Um, like Vivi said, you know, with, with the schools that we're working with, a lot of the children last ate the day before. It could even be the, the meal that the Department of Basic Education gave at lunchtime. Yeah. It's not even always dinner. So getting them started in the morning, breaking that fast with a, a balanced breakfast, some carbs, some protein, vitamins and minerals mixed together, um, really is important to, to help them learn at, as best as they can. One of the videos that, that Kellogg's have done mm. that I actually watched, I was so heartbroken. It was a story of a little boy and how he goes through his day. And at no point during that day do you see him eat. Mm -hmm. There's no, it's a, it's just a day for him. He wakes up in the morning. His mum helps him get ready for school. He goes off to school, whether he gets food at school. I mean, that, that's where you guys come in. Yeah. But, but for him, he wouldn't be expecting it because it's not part of his normal daily routine, which actually makes me so heart sore Mm -hmm. because I, I didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. And I mean, we look at Mpo's story. It's a story of many children in South Africa that he doesn't have that meal. And the big part of the campaign is to be able to be sustainable. So we feed 25,000 school children every wow. single day in f- all provinces. So in Gauteng, in KZN, in the Western Cape, and in the Eastern Cape. That um, is Unbelievable. Yeah, it adds up to five million over a year over savings year. of breakfast, which is wow. like very, yeah, it's a great, it, it's really a, a great program. And we're mm-hmm. so proud to have been able to do this. This is the third year that we're, we're kicking off with back to school tomorrow. Um, and every day this year, you know, 25, you know, 250,000 children will be getting breakfast every day. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, that's from Kellogg's side. How do you, mm-hmm. how do I get involved? I'm, I'm sitting here. I, I want to help. Kids want to get fed. What do I do? Do I just have to buy Kellogg's or can I, I donate? How does it work? So previously when we started the campaign, we asked um, people to get involved by buying a box, the specially marked boxes to help feed a child. But we were committed to our 5 million regardless. Yeah. So and kids are getting breakfast either way. <laughs> so we would basically just double it up. If we don't, it would be, oh, it would be assisting. Yeah. yeah so the whole idea is that we want to grow the program as much as possible. Obviously, yeah. every year we're chatting to the Department of Basic Education mm-hmm. and, and looking to make it, you know, reach as many children as physically okay. possible. So this year we've just decided this is a proper CSI campaign. We want people to get involved in other ways. We don't want to limit somebody to having to just buy a box. So you can pledge, um, whatever you want to pledge towards, um, the campaign. You can volunteer. So if you go onto the website, www.bfbd.co.za, you can locate your area and there'll be a school nearby. So you can go to the school. You can help serve breakfast. Anything will help. They need people, you know, they don't need teachers in those schools. Mm. So if you can go there in the morning and help serve breakfast, if you can drop off something, if you can spend your time, anything you can do to your help, um, to help, will be appreciated. That is unbelievable. You're literally making it easy for people to just mm. do something. Do something. Which yeah. I'm excited about. I'm going to retweet all of those links. I'm going to put yeah. them up on the social media. They'll go onto cliffcentral.com. If you want to just uh, give one more shout out with the, the web, web address. www.bfbd.co.za You can also follow us on Twitter at Kellogg's K-E-L-L-O-G-G-S-Z-A um, and there's lots of information on the campaign mm. there. We 
also try and do things um, on days where we can highlight the campaign. So we've got National Breakfast um, month coming up We've got World Food Day We've got National Hunger Day So watch out for those days Where we do ask people to join us To come with us to a school To visit a school with us And we try to get the most impact on those days So uh, I'm going to retweet all of these links And I'm going to ask yes. you mm-hmm. to remember This is a bit of homework for you Okay. When you guys are doing these special days You need to include me in, in the tweets or whatever Because our the team of the Foursome Awesome yeah, We love, <laughs> we, we, we love okay. getting involved We are awesome. all about the good stuff And, and really getting our hands dirty yeah. okay. so just let us know and, and we'll be on board great that's a challenge and um, we're going to keep no, you to it <laughs> so that's Kellogg's it's been great having you on the show I'm going to ask you to just move over a little bit just mm. so we can get the girls in uh, Kirsten and, and Paige join us every week they bring us Huddle Up um, it's easy ways for us Thank to get involved good stories I'm going to take a photo with you in a sec. So, <laughs> um, so good stories they bring us uh, how we can get involved you literally have a minute the show has okay. been unbelievably busy. <laughs> no I'm so sorry. Don't stress. No <laughs> as long as the good news are Girls, fun. I just want to know, how was your break? Did you have a good break? Great. Brilliant. Good break? Yes, yeah. We're all feeling refreshed and good to tackle this year head on. Oh, yes. yes. Big thing. I'm excited. Yeah. I want you both to know, and I'm just plugging it here, on the 1st of Feb, we kick off Rack 16. Yes, we And we are, we are all going to be in. We're in. hectically involved. Yes. yes. Get yes. This. It's anyway. exciting. All right. What do you have for us today? Okay. So this week, we're going to be talking about Help a Child Grow Foundation. It's a group of committed individuals who are combating child literacy in South Africa through the building of libraries for disadvantaged schools and children. They provide them with access to developmental and learning programs from foundation phase up. Yeah, we often, sorry, no, we've got a, a minute here, but uh, with the liter- with literacy rates being so low in, in townships, um, what's important is, uh, you know, help a, a child grow foundation coming in and uh, helping a child also have, the, uh, what do you call it, building their well-being in disadvantaged areas and, um, yeah, what's the, sorry, excuse me, with educational <laughs> development, sorry, the whole rush. <laughs> um, but what's so nice about uh, this is not just education and books and reading, they literally go in and inspire children, do storytelling, mm. acting um, the stories out and getting kids, you know, Involved. when they don't have much left, sometimes your imagination is the very thing that's going to get you out of, you know, your, yeah. Where you are, that yeah, space. Yeah, are. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to retweet all of that. Um, and I promise next week I'll, I'll give you more time. That's disgusting. I'm got terrible. 30 seconds left. 30 seconds. <laughs> um, every week I, I do a change one thing, uh, which I, I really want to do. It's quite important for me this week. Um, it's not a story that I want to harp on and I'm not bringing it up for any other reason. But uh, five years ago today, my dad passed away mm-hmm. and it we was very sudden. I love him to bits. He was the greatest love of my life. And uh, it, it happened very suddenly. And, and my change one thing this week is important for all of you holiday makers that may have gone to a malaria area and not thought it was bad. My dad went to Ponta de Ora, which is the south of Mozambique. It really is not a bad place, right? They don't have malaria there. They clearly do. He got back from, from uh, Ponta de Ora. And two weeks after being here, um, he thought he had a cold and he passed away the next day. So my change one thing to you is if you were in a malaria area and you feel even just a little inkling of something that isn't 100% right, get to the pharmacy. They actually have little packs now that they developed over the past two years that you can buy over the counter um, to, to test for malaria. So that I'm leaving you with. That you need to go do. You need to go and just get tested and make sure you're okay. Uh, it's the good stuff for this week. It's been incredible hanging out with you um, absolutely phenomenal I love being here we've ran over Duncan is shouting in my ears um, we love you thank you only good things goodbye, goodbye. this is cliffcentral.com